Appendix 2. So your boss wants to kill you. So you learned your boss wants to kill you. Whether you are a poor encounter option for their new dungeon design, budget cuts due to adventurers with their rigged D20s always landing good crits, or because you are terrible at your job, there is a way out. Ideally, any monster who finds themselves in this scenario can make a run for it. But be warned, your employer most likely has eyes and ears everywhere and will track you down. If you are not wanting to live a nomadic lifestyle, constantly looking over your shoulder in a state of never-ending paranoia, not knowing when your meal will be your last, then your only option should be to kill your former employer. This may seem like a daunting task, but fret not, for you are a hero fighting against the villainy of the capitalist system. Simply look for the podcast How to Kill Boss Monsters Without Really Trying and begin your new journey today. Cross your fingers, roll the die. Wait with hope for the big 2-0. Cross your fingers, roll the die. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Let, let it roll, roll, let it roll, let it roll. What, uh, what did everyone get for initiative? 10. 10? Okay. Got 17. 17. And then, Trent, what did you get? 19. Oh, wow. Okay. Finally, a good one. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're starting off with you, Hayden. Ooh. Um, I would like to cast... Oh, what is it called? Let me flip this over. Uh... Shield of Faith upon myself. Okay. So all that does is give me, I think, plus two to my AC. And then I want to go bopping. Okay. Uh, sure. As yeah. you run into the room, uh, instinctively, he uh, fires another bolt from his little wrist crossbow. Um, that's not much. That's a 12. Nope. Yep. It just tinks off of your armor uh, as you have this extra aura glowing around you as you rush in. Cool. And then I'm going to hit him for... Ooh, that's good. 19 plus 3, 22 plus 2, 25. Yeah, that will hit. Cool. Then we're going to do this. 5 damage. 5 damage? Okay. And then I want to turn to... Um, Leandro and be like, you should probably get in here or else I'm going to kill him. Uh, yeah, that's gonna <laughs> bring us to, uh, Leandro. Well, let me, hold up, let me ask this. Wallace, um, do you, are you trying to, are you considering yourself hostile to the other two? No, I'm uh, just trying to, I'm just trying to escape. I've been, because in my mind, the real reason why I don't have any kills is because I've tried to escape every single time new explorers have come in. Uh, I see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do so you're not going to make opportunity attacks or anything against them? No, I wouldn't say so. No. Okay. Cool. I wouldn't say right. I'm hostile, but I also wouldn't say I'm friendly. You know, yeah, I'm just yeah, kind of yeah. there. You're you're not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Landro, we go to you. Okay. So at the beginning of of my my turn. I like look to Rondo and I'm like one, I am very confused and, <laughs> and figured this out after this fight. 
And, and then he turns to Sir Hayden and is like, and for you, you are, it is lucky that I did not have to use any of my barbarian rages in the first fight. So I am coming in right now. And he like strikes like this, like, epic like wide stance pose where he like slams the top of his hammer down (laughs) in the ground as he like goes into a rage and like his like uh cloak coat like flutters a little bit as he like (laughs) steps into this rage and then he swings his hammer back up uh and then makes his way to move forward and swing at the dwarf It'll be a one-handed swing. Okay. Oh, not just going to be a 10 to hit. Plus your strength and proficiency bonus, and you get a bonus once you're in rage. You get a bonus plus. Two. I get I get bonus. Or I get a bonus. Okay. It says I have advantage on strength rolls, but that doesn't count for attack rolls. Strength checks and strength saving throws. When you make a, I have bonus, you get bonus to damage. That's what damage. So that, but that 10 is plus your attack bonus? Yeah. Okay. I I rolled a five and my total attack bonuses are five. Yeah, he is able to kind of duck out of the way. Um, as that's going to bring us to Wallace. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and cast Charm Person on the dwarf. Wait, your real name is Wallace? Yes, Rondo was my pretend Minotaur name, so I didn't get <laughs> called out. Um, so I would like to as cast the Charm. Minotaur of your floor is named Frank. Yeah, I pan- I panicked on my first day. Okay, uh, Charm Person, make that wisdom save. Oh, man, he rolled a 15. Nah, rats. Okay, that's my turn. Uh, what do you do as you cast Charm Person, though, on him? What do you mean, what do I do? Yeah, what do you do? Do you, like, say something while you're doing it, or you just try to cast a spell? Uh, I think I was just trying to cast a spell. I kind of okay. wiggled my fingers, you know, like Magic Man at Adventure Time, how his fingers are, like, super long, and he, like, <laughs> shakes them off of it, you know, like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as you do this and try to cast it, uh, the dwarf looks at you and he's like, if you want to get out of here, then you got to help me. Uh, as he then swings his uh, short sword, uh, we will say, at uh, you, uh, Ryan. Uh, that's going to be... At disadvantage. At disadvantage? Why? Yeah, because I'm... Is he within five feet of me? Oh, because of your protection. Okay. Yeah. That's a 15. That's going to hit. All right. What's your armor class? 14. What? I, I just I ask because uh, I personally played Defenders win, so if it ever ties, just so you know. Uh, I res- and, and in a rage, I resist bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. You will take half just, damage. Uh, I rolled an 8, so you will take 4 uh, damage. As okay. He, uh, pierces with his short sword. Um, cool. That's going to bring us back to Hayden. Uh, I'm going to look at Leandro and be like, I'm not just going to wait around for you to kill him. And I slice at him again. <laughs> and that would be a 17 plus 5, 21. 21 will hit. Cool. It's this one. Ooh, 9 damage. Yeah. Uh, that's enough to get a, a brutal injury on him. Ooh, can I cut his uh, Achilles tendon so he can't run? Oh, man, that is savage. You're sitting <laughs> low and get him across his ankles as he kind of crumples down a little bit and struggles to stand up. He just says, I guess you're not getting out of here, buddy. Um, as we go to uh, Andrew. Okay. Um, 
So Landrill will uh, respond to Sir Hayden. I am trying the best that I can. I need you to be patient with me and back off as I do a reckless attack. So I get, um, I'll get advantage on this attack, but then until my next turn, yeah, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's a good because my first roll was a three. My second roll is going to be a twenty-two. That will hit. Okay, and then so that will be seven damage. Uh, no, nine damage because of with the rage bonus. Ah. Uh. Well, since this is uh, the final blow, how do you want to do this? Um, just uh, just like a straight up and down, just like right on top of him. Uh, and you get his head as it caves in and his legs buckle underneath, collapsing onto the ground. All the loot in his bag spilling out. Uh, you see coins, you see a chalice, uh, and you see... Um, Looks like a wand and some sort of uh, party mask um, <laughs> spill out from the bag. Well, I say that'll about do it. Uh, I think it's safe to say I am the hero of today's adventure. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> um, how about we take this man's belongings and reconvene outside where they're not trying to kill us? Is there anyone, someone else here in this room that's trying to kill us? Well, I assume there's, like, an order not to help us. I I suppose with everything that has gone on today, that's probably correct. <laughs> I right, called so... dibs on the wand, and I reached down and grabbed the wand. Oh, you reached down, checking out this wand. Uh, it seems to have, like, a little rat skull as the pommel um, tied to it through sinew. Uh, this is an interesting aesthetic on this wand. But you know what? I think I like this. And I like I like wave it in the air. Are you trying to use it? Yeah, are you trying to use it? I am waving it in the air. Not necessarily with the with the intent of trying to look like a cool wizard. Not necessarily in my mind I'm not necessarily trying to use it. I'm just in my mind I'm thinking this is just like a prop or something. Okay. Um yeah, sure. So I will say it doesn't want to activate or anything, but okay. I would like to yoink that party mask then. <laughs> All right, uh, you grab this mask. It looks like a little quarter, like it covers the mm-hmm. eyes and the uh, nose, like a little um, masquerade mask. Yeah, it yeah. it looks almost like a goblin. What happens when I put it on? Nothing. Uh, nothing. Um, Looking at him, does he look different? He looks like Wallace wearing a little goblin mask. Uh, fine, I want to look at him and be like, well, Wallace, trying to disguise yourself once again, I see. Yeah, this this one's not working out too good, is it? And I, t- I take it off and crumple it up and throw it at Landro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, need, I think we need to discuss the Loxodon in the room. What is your deal here? I thought you were a Minotaur. I, I, I look down, I was like, I, I, peel, I finally peel off, like, my fake hooves and stuff. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, yeah. No, so, so did I for about a year there. Um, 
I was supposed to go to a costume party for my accounting firm. I took a couple wrong turns and I ended up down here, guys. I'm sorry. I'm not a real Minotaur, as you can tell. And then Wallace kind of like grabs like his everything and kind of like gestures to like his his flab flabbiness. How he's not a real Minotaur. Wow. Um, I'm gonna. So what was left? Just all the gold and stuff. The gold, and you also notice there is a key. A key. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. A key uh, over by kind of. I don't know what the, the end of the key that you don't put in the door. I don't know if that has a name. It probably does. Uh, it has like small little spikes. You see a small kind of like clear gem. The gem is clearly not of worth, uh, but this key is notable looking. Cool. I'll take the key and then I'll scoop up the rest of the gold and throw that over my shoulder in the bag and yep. be like, um, outside then? Yes. Make me, uh, before you do that, make me a history check. Oh no, I'm really not good quick. at that. <gasps> Matt, twenty. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you would recognize that this is the key needed uh, to go into uh, the boss master room, into Paul's room, and to access the staircase to the lower levels. Okay, so I'll relay that to everyone else, and I'll ask. So this key here will allow us to go down further. I don't know if you want to go kill some people in anger or angst towards them for wronging us or whatever, but we can do that later once we are well and um, healed up. I think that today we have learned a valuable lesson, and that lesson is that I would be a much better manager of a dungeon than here. Uh, I don't know if I feel up to going down to the lower levels today, if I'm being totally honest. I would like to talk to Paul. And as he says, as I say that, as Wallace says that, uh, my mage hand, I wanted to sneak up and try to yoink the key. Uh, I'm not just going to let you yoink the key. I'll say, very... I'll say, Trinity, make me a dexterity check. Mm. 15. Um, what's your spell save, DC? 14. Yeah, he, <laughs> your main change flies over as uh, uh, Hayden, you are able to hold on to the key. I said once we are healed, we can go in there. No, I, I just want to speak to Paul. Me and Paul are buddies. I have an idea. I okay. think you have a good point. I Paul would be a good addition to this new dungeon that we are starting. That, see, that's what I'm thinking. With my background in accounting, all this money we have, and Landrill, not so much this guy, uh, but Landrill, you and me, we could with Paul, we could start a pretty good business. I also, but I do need to remind you that you are not a Minotaur, and I don't know how good that would be for our brand image as a new dungeon. But I, I, we I'll can just do the. I'll just do the money. I'll we can do the money later. I think let's just start with talking to uh, Paul. Uh, does anyone else? Anyone have any more health potions? I believe I specifically asked you guys to bring some extra health potions. Oh my gosh. Uh, maybe Paul has some good health potions in his room. Uh, so I say we open the door. Sure. All right. I guess you I'll guys, walk over and unlock the door. You guys walk over uh, and open the door. Uh, opening the door, you can uh, see Paul's room for the very first time. It is uh, 
catered to Paul specifically. Uh, you see uh, a big old tree stump uh, in the corner where you see the staircase on your map. Uh, and then you see the log of the tree kind of propped up, cutting through the room at an angle. Uh, you see um, there's sort of like a kind of one of those hammock chairs that are like the little nest that hangs down and mm. kind of you can nuzzle in. Uh, it kind of looks like a little hanging nest uh, that Paul is currently sitting in, uh, drink in his hand. Um, and he kind of looks and he says, Oh, this is, hey guys, uh, I, uh, is there something I can help you with? Did I you wanna... know about the ruse? <laughs> I just asked that straight as he's as he asks that, I'm gonna run up to Paul with my short sword out and hold it to her, hold it up to him and be like, "Did you know about this, Paul?" Okay. Did I know about the ruse? Uh, no, I can't quite say I do. Would can you guys? I roll, can I roll insight on that to yeah, see sure. if he's telling the truth? Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Plus two, so nineteen on that insight. He seems sincere, as Paul always does. Hmm. Paul, I apologize for my associates. Uh, um, we have been through today. I'm a little confused, fellas. Uh, you, you say your associates, don't we all work for uh, BBEG LLC? Yeah? Yes, but it, it seems that the LLC is uh, conspiring to kill us, and... Uh, we are starting our own dungeon, and we were wondering if you would be willing to uh, join us. Well, I would say it is a hellhound eat hellhound kind of world out there, isn't it? Uh, look, uh, I've got a real good thing going on here with the BPEG LLC. Yeah. Uh, can't quite say uh, you guys struck it out on your own. Uh, really fancies. It tickles me too much. Uh, I appreciate the sentiment there, really. I do, uh, that you guys will come to see me, Paul, uh, really touches and warms my heart quite a bit, yeah. Uh, but uh, I think I'm going to have to stay here, fellas. Um, I'm sure you understand that. <laughs> this is kind of a, an awkward silence we're having here. Is there a, is there a problem, fellas? No problem at all, Paul. And then I'm like, gentlemen, shall we head out? I, I In the back, I just wave. Hi, Paul. Um, fellas, aren't we supposed to do uh, kill adventurers like him? Uh, oh, uh, no, that's Rondo. He was impersonating a Minotaur this whole time. Rondo. Hi, Paul. You were lying to us? Mostly so you wouldn't kill me, but yes. I don't quite appreciate that, uh, Rondo. If uh, you knew I was a person, would you have killed me? Yeah. Then I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Look. Uh, and you guys watch as Paul starts taking an imposing stance and standing up. Fellas, we can't let this man out of here. Either he strikes us down and moves on, or we strike him down. Okay, I hear you, and I understand where you're coming from. I understand. I have read the employee manual, so I know. Uh, uh, Sir Hayden, do you have the note from before still? 
Oh, oh yes, right. And then I uh, hold the note up for Paul to read. Oh, Paul uh, reaches over to his bat, uh, his chair, and he pulls out like a little pinchnez uh, glasses and kind of gingerly sets them on so he can read uh, the letter. Um, go ahead, roll me a persuasion check uh, at advantage. All of us, or who? Uh, just one of you. I'll say. Hold I'll on, let, let me do it. Then. I got at advantage. You said. Yeah. Because I get that juicy plus six. Ooh. 18 plus six, 24. He's just, you kind of, his face uh, becomes concerned. He says, hmm. Well, then. Uh, he kind of, he looks over at you, Wallace, and you just kind of see him flare his nostrils. Get riled up, but takes off his glasses. Uh, and he uh, sees him. Look, fellas. Oh, yeah. I understand you're in quite a pickle here. So, oh, look away this one time. Um, but, uh, I'm just gonna be honest. If you guys ever come back here, I ain't gonna show no mercy. Yeah? Okay, but before we go, do you happen to have <laughs> any health potions that you could, you know, loan to us? And then, uh, when we do have this successful dungeon that we can repay you at that time? Uh, no, I don't carry any health potions with me. Um, I'll get healed up by Mr. Lich's magic. Yeah? Did you... Do you guys not... Are you guys not getting healed up by Mr. Lich's magic anymore? I mean, that would make sense considering the letter, huh? Yes, that would be correct, Paul. All right, well, yeah. Uh, hey, I'm sorry about that, fellas. Really, I am. Wallace, Rondo, uh... Oh, not too... Not too sorry about you. You're, you're a pretty big scum of the earth, huh? People, oh, Paul. People just thinking they can... Uh, Go around, claim what's theirs, forcing us creatures to go off into dungeons and things. Yeah, don't quite appreciate that. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My, my racial bias is coming out again. Um, I know we need to keep it even, keep it simple. Uh, here, gotta keep it workplace appropriate. Um, I think this is where I uh, I show you guys the door and uh, wish you the best of luck. And he kind of motions to his door. All right, I, I start walking out. But then as I get to the door, I turn around and I say, just to let you know, Paul, next time I see you, I won't show you mercy either. And I make a little fire tingle from my fingertips as I like back out the door like, like with my hands in front he of my just face. Kinda, he just kind of chuckles. He's like, that's funny. I'm challenge rating four. Good luck with that. I'm challenge rating point two five. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you had such a good opportunity to do like an accounting joke, like bury him in taxes or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's true, that Sean is himself is not an accountant. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so will we head out all the way then? Or are we just gonna... I'm going towards the front of the dungeon to try to just walk out at the entrance. Yeah. You guys make your way out to the front of the dungeon. um, And you see uh, those grand double doors. Um, You open them up bright light of the sun hits your eyes uh, and as they slowly adjust to the world outside you feel invigorated with the sense of new opportunities and that the world is your oyster and that is the end of the adventure yay <laughs> that's so crazy oh my god <laughs> that was funny.
Whoa. I thought about turning on you two and like trying to help dwarf kill you, but then I because I have a cantrip called thunderclap, which is just a really loud noise that damages you. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna do that, then just take the money and run to try to open my, my own accounting firm. But... <laughs> I know. I was, I was like, oh man, are they gonna kill each other at the end there? Ugh. I'd kill him. I'd fight him. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thank you guys. Uh, hopefully, uh, these characters might come back. We'll see. Uh, yeah, that's where we're Well, I know off. one character is not coming back because he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Some Friends and a DM, a Dungeons and Dragons variety show. A special thanks to Weston of Arcane Anthems for free use of their music. You can support them and their work over on Patreon. For podcast updates and more D&D goodies, give us a follow on Instagram, where you can also participate in our collaborative adventure creation, Tales of Instaria, which will be featured on the podcast. Thank you for listening. This podcast would not be possible without you. If you were to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share us with a friend, it would mean the world to us. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time.